Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Ryan, and I hope all of you are doing great out there. I want to wish everyone a happy Memorial Day, especially all of our service members. Um, yeah, it's been a great weekend. Watched Top Gun Maverick, pretty sweet. Uh, been playing a lot of Zelda, trying to figure out the whole recording situation with the video, so please um, bear with me on that. Uh, I have a lot of backlog content to upload. Uh, you guys are still catching up quite a bit uh, in terms of my Zelda playthrough, but I think I finally figured out the issue. Uh, it's pretty weird. My So I use the Elgato HD60X, and it's kind of crazy. If you press Control and then hit the Settings button, there's a secret couple options that should just be there in general. And one of them is the recording type, and it says Fast for whatever reason. That's the default setting instead of Best Quality. So I, I always found that like super weird. But uh, yeah, I'm really excited to be here to be recording a episode on Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I'm about 40 hours in. So we're going to do a, a 40 hours episode. Uh, I have a lot of questions to answer and that's going to kind of help us like uh, stay on track, but also have a really good episode. I'm really excited to talk about this game with you guys. There will be potentially spoilers ahead. I didn't write anything down that's spoilery, but um, for the sake of it, just assume that there's spoilers. Okay. I just want to make sure that make sure that's clear. Uh, you guys usually know the MO here though. Uh, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, Usually I give everything about a week or two and then I start talking about it, but I'm very open about it. So you're not um, surprised when I talk about spoilers. Um, yeah. So Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, let's get into it. So I want to start off by talking about the fan I am of the Zelda Legend of Zelda franchise. I, my first game was Ocarina of Time on Nintendo 64. Uh, till this day, one of my favorite games of all time. I never beat it when I was a kid. I sucked, as you can imagine. Um, played a little bit of Majora's Mask. And then uh, I don't think I played any of the DS ones or GBA ones. But I'll tell you what, I played a little bit of Wind, 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 uh, Wind Waker. I don't know why I keep stuttering. I noticed that on the last episode, too. Uh, thank you for the support in the last episode, by the way. Let's jump into that real quick. Uh, just you know, freeze frame. Um, I noticed I stuttered a few times. Like, I, I think I really, or I didn't stutter, but I also said, like, somewhere, somewhere. That was really weird. <laughs> so uh, I apologize for that. But, um, yeah, so I played a little bit of Wind Waker, and then the King of the Legend of Zelda games came out. Uh, Zelda Twilight Princess, The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. Uh, till this day, it's one of my favorite video games of all time. I've only beaten it once. I'm technically playing it right now. I don't know where I'm at on it in this playthrough on my GameCube. But I love the game. I love the dark tone of it. It just felt older and brooding, and the story's dark as shit. Um, you know, your friends get kidnapped, you know, uh, Zelda's, you know, 
basically being locked in the tower, can't do anything. So you and Minna have to save the day. Uh, Wolf Link is actually like kind of a cool concept. I think a lot of people hated it at first, and I wasn't the biggest fan myself. But as you continue to play as Wolf Link, it's pretty cool. Um, the concept of it's all right. It's not too bad. Um, but there's just something about the story of that game and just the environments, the gameplay. Uh, like I said, the overall tone of the game just really, really stood out for me. So till this day, it's probably like second favorite Zelda game as we're talking about, which is now my new favorite. Um, played a little bit of Skyward Sword on my friend's Wii. I played the HD remake. I only beat, I, I don't even think I beat the first temple yet. Um, it's cool. I just, uh, couldn't really get into it. Um, but I, I do want to like revisit that and, and see if there's something I'm missing out. And then, um, I played a link between worlds and I thought it was really, really cool. Like I thought it was just like such a badass 3ds game. Uh, and then the low rule came. So it's when you get far enough in the game and you go to low rule and I hated it. Um, pretty much lost interest after that. Uh, it was like the terrain, I couldn't, I don't know why, I just wasn't patient with it, which I, I wish I was, because I think that game's really good, and I could still play it. I told you I was recording. Um. Anyways, Uh. yeah, so I lost patience with that, and then, uh, um, she, she, I don't know what was else, what else came out after that? I think that's it. So yeah, Breath of the Wild came. I played Breath. Of, I completed Breath of the Wild at least four times, two on, twice on the Wii U. It was really cool. Uh, Eric was getting married, and I was his best man before my brother Chris complained about it, and uh, then we both became best men. But I wanted to know. I want everyone to know this. I was the first option. Uh, but as a gift for being his best man, Eric got me Breath of the Wild for the Wii U, and wow, I just played the hell out of that game. I think my first playthrough had sixty hours on it, and I replayed it again. And then I played it twice on the Switch. So I beat it twice on the Switch as well. Um, great, fantastic game. Fantastic game. I loved so much about it, just like the different atmosphere of it. I love that they specifically called out like Elder Scrolls um, when they're doing like press for it. Because I think while Elder Scrolls has a lot of things that you could critique and things that you'd like them to change, I do think they're fantastic games at the end of the day. And so seeing zelda like take inspiration from Elder scrolls is awesome to me because i'm a fan a huge fan of both developers and franchises so that was really sweet and i think breath of the wild did that and i think tears of the kingdom did that too with like the depths and stuff and really took what Elder scrolls did and they made it their own i'm not saying that's like their only inspiration but i, I do feel like there's a lot of connections you can make and uh yeah so i thought breath of the wild was really good i thought it was fantastic but I did think the world was very empty. I thought the enemy variety got stale after a while. Um, but the abilities were cool. Obviously, it, you might have seen gameplay videos of the crazy things people were able to do with these abilities, like taking out guardians and and Lynels in like really fantastic ways. But if you're just a common player like me, you weren't doing cool stuff like that. Um, so I thought the abilities were cool. I thought the characters were great. The story was cool. Uh, I like the shrines a lot. I'm glad the shrines are back in Tears of the Kingdom. I didn't miss the temples as much as other people, but I do think that's a valid critique that someone can have. Um, yeah, so I thought Breath of the Wild was fantastic. One of the best games I've ever played. But I did think there was just just like the world and performance itself uh, really held it back in my opinion. 
And then uh, here we are in 2023 with the Tears of the Kingdom finally releasing and being out. And now I'm 40 hours in, as I said. And uh, I think we should just go ahead and jump into it. So this game, I can start off by immediately saying that the empty world critique is immediately uh, fixed. Now, is it the fullest world probably ever made? Probably not. But I do think there's no shortage of things to look at, talk to, fight, or see. Um, and the enemy variety is fantastic. And we'll, we'll get into that as I answer these questions. But um, let's see. So Brandon asks, what is the craziest build so far? And how did the game make you feel as a player? And so I put, this is true. This is very true, though. I put all of my builds have been extremely generic and uninventive so far. If you've watched the gameplay, you know that's true. I suck at this ultra hand ability very much. Um, but I'm I'm trying to get dive into uh, maybe some cooler builds down the road. You know, the thing is, too, is uh, I just like climbing, you know? I like uh, navigating throughout the world my own way. And that's like the beauty of the game, too, is so many people can play it differently. Um, but I'm so used to like climbing everywhere that even I, there's like a temple I did today or a, a quest I did today where I didn't even need to climb to find my objective, but I still did it. So there's a labyrinth, by the way. I just realized that footage is scrapped. So you won't be seeing that. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited to get into crazy builds. I'm just not there yet. I, I just suck at Ultra Hand, which think, shout out to Jared. He's made fun of me for quite a bit. Um, but I do, I, I also put the game makes me feel smart and dumb at times, but I love it. I really do. I love this game. Uh, Priscilla asks, what's the worst crime you've committed to a Korok? And I want to point this out, and I'm sure people have on the internet. I'm not the only one to think it. But it's kind of nice to see the Koroks get what they had coming to them, considering all we got was a pile of shit if we collected all of them um, in Breath of the Wild. And I'm going to go ahead and say spoiler for if you collect all of them in this one. So spoilers in one, two, three. Okay, so if you collect all of the golden seeds in Tears of the Kingdom, because I literally just saw this and I want to share it, uh, you get another pile of shit. <laughs> so you get nothing if you get all 1,000 Korok seeds in Tears of the Kingdom. Just a pile of poo by uh, uh, Tetsu. That's what he gives you. So uh, if you're wondering, that's what you get. And I'm not going for that. And I think it's horrible. What a terrible time to have to yawn. Jeez, I apologize. Uh, but yeah, so I think uh, these war crimes are ridiculous that people are committing. But, you know, when it comes to the Koroks, they deserved it. And apparently they continue to, de to, to, to deserve it. Jesus, I cannot talk sometimes. I just give up. Uh, I think the worst crime I've committed so far, and I don't remember if I got it on footage or not. I think I know I got I did literally just shared a clip of part six where I kind of make him fall over a cliff or maybe that's part seven. But um I tried to use it as a weapon once, one of the Koroks. I tried to just grab it with Ultra Hand and just like shove it into the enemy. So that was really stupid. Um and I know for a fact, I think yeah, it was um it was by the Akala uh the sea area where the pirates are. But yeah, there's a Korok that's on the top of the hill. And I literally just launched him down the hill. Like, I just just threw him. Like, this thing would be dead if you did that in real life. Just it was completely done. And, uh, yeah, I think that's, like, the worst thing I've done. 
like the little guys are cute so i kind of do feel bad if i torture them um i have done the cross thing with on the fire that was fun um yeah i think uh <laughs> i think i made one drown or like uh i put him in the water like he was drowning i didn't mean to uh it was just a balance of my ultra hand vehicle um and then I know, like, just like a typical one, like it's nothing crazy, but it was like funny to me. Just make like off balancing the vehicle, and he just face planted into the ground and just stopped moving. And then it was like dragging him around. So I think those are the worst things I've committed to crimes I've committed to Koroks. Uh, nothing crazy, uh, nothing too crazy, but you know, I've done some things. Um, borderline a terrible person to Koroks. Um, so the next question is, uh, what was your initial impression of the game when you first started playing? I'd say that my impression was great. I was shocked. Well, no matter what, I'd like to start off by saying like I was excited for the game. Um, obviously, you can hear that on the podcast. Like I was excited, but anxious about it. And then towards you know the last few trailers, the first full gameplay trailer, um, and then leading up to the launch, the hype just was through the roof. So it went from just being, I know it's going to be a good game, and I'm going to play it to my hype level couldn't be higher so that's kind of where i was with the game so obviously i was excited to get my hands on it and i played it for about an hour the night it came out because i had to work the next day but i put my impression it was great and i was shocked when i walked out to the sky islands after the fantastic intro to the game i thought the intro was amazing what a great way to just pick up right where we sort of left off with breath of the wild you know kind of obviously there's some things to fill in in between which i'm hoping to see that as i continue exploring hyrule and looking at diaries and stuff um but you know when you wake up and you're stripped of all your powers because you almost died and there's a broken master sword in front of you i thought that was cool that they actually let you pick it back up like you're gonna fix it right away but that's obviously not the case it, it shatters after a few hits uh, and i thought the tutorial area was crazy i thought it was very long but also really badass and this is where like me uh obviously it's my first experience but this is where me not being creative and being terrible at ultra hand like made the game feel rough uh but it's all my fault like it's not my fault but it's like it's my doing like you know if i was just naturally better at ultra hand i would have had a way better experience um or, or just being more creative like the mine cards and putting that on the shield and using it as a skateboard and grinding from one island to the other on the rails that's sick <laughs> i didn't even think about that um but yeah i thought the tutorial area was crazy with the floating islands and then you know to literally you know going about and exploring and finding my way to hyrule castle and i just think like the game is stunning so much with like the depths and the environments and as i talk about so many times i'm huge on environments like i love lava areas i love sea jungles forests rocky mountains snowy ice cap mountains you know tundras plains like all these kind of beautiful terrains i'm all about in every video game like even halo i wish had that you know halo infinite um you know i'm a sucker for that kind of stuff when you get to explore and do your own thing so i think uh i think they did a really good job here and i couldn't be more impressed uh but the next question is what is your favorite part of the game so far well, I'd say my favorite part, as I keep you know alluding to, is the exploration. Um, I thought the exploration was great in Breath of the Wild, but here we have caves, the depths, the sky islands, labyrinths, puzzles, shrines, temples, um, just just so many things to 
engage in. And you know what's really crazy is like them just adding caves and depths and skylands uh, really changed a lot. You know, because I didn't know there was going to be caves in the game. Because um, I didn't realize there wasn't caves in Breath of the Wild. You know, until like they call it out in this game. Uh, but I think the caves are cool. Um, I think the little hobgoblins or whatever they're called, the, the cave dwelling goblins, I think they're really cool and creepy. So I think that's cool. Um, I think that's just, that's just one of my favorite things about the game so far too, is the enemy variety. You know, you got your typical mobs making a return. So warriors, dragon gliocks, phantom ganons, and then the frightening ganon hands that, you know, chase you and scream and, you know, they screech, uh, they're fast as hell. And then the music changes. Um, the, I remember the first time they popped up, I think I screamed or something. Um, it was great. And I was terrified. Uh, but now I fight them, you know, now I go out of my way to fight them. So, um, that's just how fun the game is where you can go from being scared of an enemy to being confident in finding them. And, um, you know, I think one of the other favorite parts of the game has to go with the sages, like the sages, like their, their, um, avatars, like follow you around so you can use their abilities. So imagine all the abilities from the first game, but like the characters actually battle with you. And I think it's really cool. Cause I think while it's cool that like link is really powerful the master sword and his abilities i do like games where they showcase other people actually being a part of that journey and so having the sages around is really fun and it adds a lot of cool dynamics and battling and just being in engagements and then you have your allies with you i just think it's so fucking cool it's very very cool um yeah the lionels are back and they're always fun the gibdos are a new enemy they're like these bug-like creatures but they remind me of um i forgot the name of them but like the the people in ocarina of time when you're in like the adult world and they're like all creepy like skeletons walking around or like they look like mummies um but they those these enemies called the gibdos in the desert really reminded me of that and i thought that was so fucking cool um i just like the callbacks to like older zelda games when it comes to enemies weapons um you know the amiibos giving you the tunics um there, there's a lot i don't there's not one favorite part of the game I, I just love the game and then uh next question is did you encounter any difficult challenges or enemies during your playthrough well i felt like most of the combat at first was really difficult for me uh, i was really bad at the flurry rushes this time around i barely parry with my shield um i do wish there was like skills you can learn to perform like combos and stuff definitely I would say most relatable to Jedi survivor and all that, uh, you know, star Wars games, but honestly, like 40 hours later, like I'm having the time of my life with the combat, trying to be inventive and just trying to be more creative with my attacks and timing them better. Um, but I do love how like you, but you get punished, you know, if you get hit in this game. So I think that's really cool. Um, but I would say like the challenging enemies are still the Lynels. They're challenging for sure. Uh, the Ganon hands, as I said before, they're terrifying and really rough at, you know, really, really tough, uh, early game, like super tough. Um, Phantom Ganon was tough. My first few fights, some of the bosses from the temples were tough. Um, once you just kind of like monster hunter, kind of like any other, you know, Elden ring, all these beautiful fighting games where you fight bosses and tough enemies, you just gotta be strategic and you gotta really plan it out and be patient. So I think like doing stuff like that is really fun. Um, I really enjoy that quite a bit. So yeah, but, uh, you know, I do feel like the combat feels a little basic at times, 
uh, early on until you get comfortable. But they basically imported the same exact combat from uh, Breath of the Wild, but now you can fuse items to your weapons and stuff and make them really powerful. So there, there's definitely things you can do to elevate your damage output. And that's where like things get really interesting at how you can um, stun enemies and just knock them down and just kill them. So there's definitely fun to be had there. Uh, next question is, have you discovered any secrets or hidden areas in the game yet? I inadvertently came across the fort, the fierce deity chest plate, I think. And then the climber bandana, and then just some weapons I found. I think I found the Dusk Claymore, which is Ganondorf's Claymore from Ocarina of Time, I think. Um, you get it from the Amiibo. I think I found that. And then, uh, yeah, I'm sure there's a bunch of other stuff I found. I just can't think of right now. But I try to explore as much as possible. And if there's anything interesting, I definitely try to take a look at it. Uh, yeah. Let's see. How has the storyline progressed during the gameplay? Well, as I've said, I've completed the first four Sage Quest lines, and I defeated the bosses at the temples, and I thought the temples were really cool. Definitely reminiscent of classic temples, maybe not to the degree players are looking for, but I think it's still a fantastic taste of the temple experience that Legend of Zelda is known for, plus having all the shrines on the map, too. I think it's just a great variety there, um, and I thought the bosses were really fun, all of them. I really enjoyed them. Uh, a couple of them were tough. Couple more tough. Some of them not so much. Um, they all hit like trucks. Though, I'll tell you that much. And then, uh, I, yeah, so I defeated the bosses at the temples, and then along with fighting a first phase like fight against Ganon at Hyrule Castle because I was looking for Zelda, and it led to a fight against him against five Phantom Ganons, and me and my. Like I said, the avatars, you know, the sages' avatars are there. So all of us are fighting them. Like everyone was like picking again and fighting it. And it looks so cool. And I thought the experience was amazing. And then my recording got fucked up. And I was so sad because I thought the experience was really cool. Like it was a really cool fight. It felt like it was out of like a trailer or something. It was really sick. So I'm excited for anyone out there to experience that. I definitely think, um, like doing all the sage quests is like the something you should really focus on not only for the abilities that you gain but having these avatars around to fight with you it's just a really fun experience it feels more lively and kind of intense because um i don't know i just i just really like the aspect of it and i didn't think i would i think that's why i'm like so, so shocked about it it was also something i didn't know was gonna be in the game before it came out um so yeah fighting at hyrule castle was really sick and then, uh, have you completed any side quests or missions yet? Uh, yeah, I've completed several side quests and I want to keep continue completing them because I think they're a lot of fun. Some are basic, but some are really elaborate. Um, like the, like helping out the fairies. I still have to do that. Create fairies. Um, yeah, so that was a lot of, that was a lot of fun and I can't wait to continue doing quests. I think, uh, there's a ton of quests in this game. There's just so much to do. Uh, it's almost hard to like wrap your head around it. Like every time I, every time I start the game, I just kind of wander around and like the next, uh, the next like big thing I see in front of me, like that's what I go for. Or like right now, 40 hours in, I just finished getting the Skyview towers unlocked. So now I have the whole map. There's no fog of war anymore on top or up on the regular land, the depths. I still have to get all the light routes, but um, yeah, I just think there's like so much to, 
like do and the depths is like really fun too and creepy i love it let's see looking forward to uh what are you looking oh wait what is your overall opinion of the game after playing for 40 hours i honestly don't think this is a stretch to say but i really believe that legend of zelda tears of the kingdom might be the best video game ever made not only is the gameplay fun and innovative and intriguing and freeform, like the sandbox is yours and you can do whatever you want with it. But I think the new features, such as those abilities that I'm talking about, and then returning ones like the amiibos, you know, your horseback, you know, I just think um, the combat too. Uh, I just think it's fantastic. Like the exploration, the world that feels so alive and incredible and always feel, feels like there's a new story for you to tell with your experiences and the adventures you go on. And I often find myself in awe. And that's like one of my favorite things about the game. And I've already kind of alluded to that because I truly just like stand there and I'm like, wow, I just can't believe like someone made this game. Um, even like doing the labyrinth today and like seeing the puzzles and the rooms and stuff. And like these, I don't know, it's just like crazy. It's so crazy how well done this game is. And the performance is good too. Honestly, like the performance very rarely shows itself like being bad um and that's shocking to me because like i feel like breath of the wild showcased it quite a bit and uh, granted it was also made to run on the wii u as well but yeah th this game is probably the best ever made I, I just don't think that's too i don't think that's too far of a stretch to say you know uh last but not least what are you looking forward to experiencing as you continue playing the game? Well, 40 hours in, I am still looking forward to exploring everywhere, finding secrets and unraveling the story and what's happened in between Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom and unlocking as much as possible. And I can't wait to continue creating stuff with the Ultra Hand ability, finding new ways to make combat innovative and fun and take out enemies because that's been a really good and fun challenge. And I can't wait to just talk to you guys about it and do like my final review. Um, my goal is to probably get as much done as possible and then fight Ganon. I, I really, Ganondorf, um, I really want to take my time with like that final fight essentially because I've seen some videos of it and it looks insane. Um, so I want to be as prepared as possible to have like a really fun experience and to get it on footage or get footage of it. But yeah, that's, uh, that's my first 40 hours of The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. The characters are amazing. The cutscenes are great. The art style is beautiful. The gameplay is fantastic. The unlockables are great. You know, equipment you can unlock and find on your journey and completing quests and shrines. Um, yeah, I just I think like if you're still waiting to play this game, go get it. Like, do yourself a favor, get it. If you haven't played, gave enough time to it yet, sit down and play it. Um, I've just been enjoying myself a lot. And that's that's pretty much it. That's what I got for you guys today. Uh, I just want to say happy Memorial Day again to all of my family members and friends and past veterans and future veterans and current ones. Uh, just thank you so much for your service. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. I appreciate all of you so much. And uh, I can't wait to see you on the next episode. So I'll leave it at that. And uh, hope you have a, I hope you guys have a good day. Bye.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.